Hey, 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 everybody. It's Katie from a Blessed Best Mom podcast. This is our seventh episode. Very exciting. Um, glad to be here the day after Mother's Day. Um, I would have been recording before 10.22 p.m. if I could have find, found the stinking remote. Can you... Let me ask you this. I feel like I look for the remote half of my life. Half of my life is spent looking for the darn remote control. And now that they have, like we have one of those Alexa fire sticks, the, well, not Alexa, the Amazon fire sticks. And it's maybe the length of my hand, I think even smaller. And I have teeny tiny little hands and it's black and it gets lost all the time. It is always lost in the couch or in the recliner. And tonight it was lost in the laundry because I just set it down when I was turning something on for my daughter and her friends. And I just, I'm like, and then I look and I look and I look and I stick my hands inside the recliner and I then end up getting my arm stuck for a moment and think, oh my gosh, this is how I lose my arm. And then I, I get it free but it comes out all scratched up and my hands are all scratched up. I've broken a nail and it's all upsetting because I was just looking for the gosh darn remote. People, what are we going to do? Now, I've seen those tile things where you can like find stuff. You put the tile on your keys. Is there like a sticky one that I can put on the remote? But like, it's just going to tell you like generally where it is. So it's probably not going to help me. Because I need it to make a noise. I need it to make a noise like my Apple Watch can find my phone and it makes it make a noise. And it's like the best feature on my phone or on my Apple Watch. And my husband is always like, you don't even look for it anymore. You just you just ping it with your watch. I'm like, why would I waste my time looking for it when I can just make it ping and then it's there and I'm good. Why would I why would I waste my time? But he thinks that I should put a little bit more effort into it. Which okay, maybe 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 I'm just being lazy, but I like it. I like it doing it like that. Anyway, so I found the remote in the laundry in the kids clean laundry. Good thing. Um which my friend Lauren and I were talking about tonight and she has started this daily routine of cleaning like tidying up basically let me let me see if I can pull it up what she told me her list is and I'm guessing you can you can go with what you what's good for you I guess but they um in the morning the kids put away their clothes their clean clothes and they make their beds which I'm guessing is just like pulling up the comforter um however Zoe could not make her bed because of all the stuffed animals in her bed like it's almost impossible to do anything in her bed because there are so many stuffed animals but she has to have them all sometimes I clean them out and then magically they're there again in the morning it's because she gets out of bed and gets them but still like does she need that many animals no but did I do the same thing yes I love stuffed animals I'm such a such a sucker for stuffed animals and it's not a good thing as a mom because I'm like oh they need this stuffed animal and then I filled my house with stuffed animals you know where all of my stuffed animals are from my childhood they're in a hope chest in this spare bedroom that I'm sitting in and are, they're just there. They're not doing anything. But my my favorite stuffed animal of all time, Fuzzy, my bear, who is also a puppet, which makes him fantastic, does live in my bedroom on my bedside table. 
because he's special unless Zoe steals him because sometimes she likes to be with Fuzzy because he's mommy's bear. So it actually is pretty sweet that I kept him because sometimes he makes Zoe feel better, which is like the cutest thing ever. Um, anyway, so we were talking about the routine and then they feed their animals, but I don't have any animals. And then they, um, unload the dishwasher I'm guessing she puts all the dishes away and switches the laundry to the dryer um and then she you know does whatever she needs to do to get ready for the day then at night the kids pick up their toys and their rooms and then they start the Roomba or the dishwasher they clean the bathroom sink and wipe off the table and while the kids are doing that, she washes the dishes that can't go in the dishwasher. Um, she cleans out the trash and she um, wipes down the bath, the other bathroom and then uh, pulls the clothes out of the dryer and then folds them when the kids are asleep. So, like, what I'm thinking, I mean, like, this works for her, and she isn't too far into it, but it works for her, and, you know, I really think that it's pretty cool, because she said, my house is picked up, everybody's happy, um, and I really do like this idea, um, but I don't know if I can sustain it, because I'm kind of lazy, um, <laughs> and, I'm tired at the end of the day. Like right now, I'm recording this podcast at 1030 at night because after dinner, I, uh, my husband went to a meeting. So that, that doesn't help because my husband's out, but her husband's out a lot too. He's also a pastor. And so my husband went to a meeting. So I got the kids, you know, the, he bathed the kids and I put them in front of the TV, but my son still walks around cause he's one. So he kind of just mills around, but, um, I was, I cleaned up the kitchen, I did the dishes in the kitchen, and I didn't even have that many dishes today. Started the dishwasher, um, cleaned up the bathroom, uh, put all the medicines together, put them in the, in the thing, or the closet where they belong, and I started a load of laundry, and then I had to put my daughter to bed, and then I had to put my son to bed, and all of that, my husband walked in at about 10 o'clock and it wasn't done until 10 o'clock at night, all of that. And so it's like, I don't know if I could sustain this because I, you know, I didn't even have to bathe the kids tonight. So um, I do want to try something like this. So making sure that the, that the, um, the dishes are done every night and the kitchen is wiped down. Um, I, I'm intrigued by the laundry thing because laundry is one of my most difficult areas of keeping up. I dislike folding laundry. Most, I don't even mind folding my laundry. It's the little kid laundry because it's so tiny and then you have to go put it in their rooms. But most of the time they're asleep when you want to do that. And they're asleep when you want to do that and they and their drawers are never organized because once you take one thing out have you have you ever thought about that once you take one thing out of a drawer it's messed up that's it unless it was like the very top thing and you didn't like look through the drawer to find something else now if your husband my you're my husband you don't have this problem because he wears what's on top 
He he says he wears what's next. So he doesn't like think about what t-shirt he needs to wear. He just wears what's next, which I wish my life was that simple because I, I'm not going anywhere. I'm like walking my daughter to school and I stand there. I'm like, well, do I really want to wear this t-shirt today? And let's be real people. These people see me every day. They see me every day when I walk my child to school. They're not like going to judge me based on one day with a one certain t-shirt but I have to rifle through the drawer and then it's all messed up and that's how I feel about little kid drawers too why do we ever have to fold clothes and put them away I want a room where you just lay the clothes on a bed or not even a bed but you just lay the clothes out everybody's got a pile you pick from your pile and you're good to go the laundry, well, the like universal closet, just one big closet for everybody. And you don't have all of this drawers business, all the drawers, they're always a mess, which makes me want to not put the clothes away. It's like a vicious cycle. I don't want to put the clothes away because I have to reorganize the drawers every single time. During Lent, I pretty much didn't fold clothes or put them away. My mom did it for the kids. Yeah. But someone actually told me in order to get through that season, because it's a pretty busy season, they just don't fold little kids clothes and they live out of a laundry basket, which for the kids is not a big deal. For me, my room is smaller and um, I just don't, I don't have like, it just ends up all over the floor and in closed quarters, it's just not as good. But like in Zach's room, it's not a big deal because he's got a big room and usually his clothes don't fall out all over the floor because they're little and, you know, they fit inside the basket. So anyway, I would redesign homes that you don't have drawers. You just have like bins or piles for clothes because putting clothes and drawers is irritating. Um, anyway, so I want to try some kind of, um, routine, daily routine, um, with the laundry because I just am not good at doing laundry and putting it away. Actually, I'm fine at doing laundry and I'm fine at almost getting it folded. It's the putting it away thing that I really can't stand. Also, folding is not easy with a one-year-old around because he just wants to play in the clothes. So I have to wait until he's asleep. And a lot of the time when I'm rocking him to sleep, I end up rocking myself to sleep. How is that helpful? I I end up rocking myself to sleep. Isn't that ridiculous? Super ridiculous. But, you know, it's just what happens. Mom life. You know, anyway, moving on. So we had Mother's Day this weekend, and I hope you all had a wonderful Mother's Day. I had a really good Mother's Day. My husband is great at Mother's Day um, and at my birthday because he's very good at saying, this is your day. You can do what you want to do. And Mother's Day for me, what I wanted to do was I wanted to take a nap and I wanted to go out to dinner. And I took a nap. I took a great nap. It was probably over two hours. I woke up drooling. That's how good of a sleep I was having. And it was amazing. And I woke up, I didn't even wake up groggy. You know how sometimes you wake up from naps and you're totally groggy? Not even this time. I was like, all right, I'm up. Let's go to dinner. It sounds delicious. We went to a local 
um, chain here in St. Louis called Cybergs. Well, I'm not in St. Louis. I live on the other side of the river, but we're close enough to get some of those local chains. And I really love um, their buffalo chicken sandwich. I love buffalo chicken sandwiches in general. Like, give me some spicy chicken and we're all about it. Buffalo wings. Oh man, I love me some wings. Have you ever been to a wing stop? Wing stop is delicious. They have delicious ranch dressing. Mm. I'm, I'm, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. I'm not even lying to you right now. Like just thinking about it makes my mouth water. I love, 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 love spicy chicken. Yeah. So yeah, spicy, especially when it's fried, anything fried really, except for French fries. I can't do those much after my gallbladder. It just doesn't work that well anymore. Um, which is kind of a letdown, but it's probably good for my overall health because I've heard that French fries are really actually the worst thing you can put in your body, which is really sad and kind of scary because I definitely like lived on French fries in college. I also love me a chili cheese fry. Like who doesn't love chili cheese fries? Those are some yummies, but I lived on them, which is probably why my gallbladder died. We'll just add that to the long list of reasons why my gallbladder died. Living on fries in college, living around the corner from Whataburger, um, eating all the Mexican food, you know, all those things. All those things probably contributed to the demise of my gallbladder. Um, But yeah, so Mother's Day. So I took a fantastic nap, woke up, and we went out to dinner to Cyberg's and it was delicious. And then um, stopped by Menards and got some Gerber daisies to plant, which I'm kind of worried about them because they're kind of droopy and I'm hoping that they perk up or I'll have to prune those ones and hopefully some new ones will bud. I hope I didn't kill it um, because I I'm trying to develop a green thumb, but I don't have one. It's like not something that comes naturally. Um, My husband planted this garden in our backyard and I sat and watched and sipped soda with my friend Mary Beth. So (laughs) um, thankfully, there's people that can help him that I would have dug the holes and everything, but Craig was there to help him, so I didn't need to. But um, hopefully, I can learn how to not kill my Gerber daisies because I really love Gerber daisies and they're so pretty and I want them to grow, but I'm afraid I'm going to kill them. So here's hoping, people. Here's hoping. So um, you're also not supposed to overwater them. Like, I never know how much to water them. Like, and I looked up YouTube videos. Yes, I looked up YouTube videos because the articles on the internet weren't that helpful. So I start looking at YouTube and I end up with people in different countries putting Gerber daisies in pots and it's hard to find. They put them in containers. They don't put it as like pots, like potted plants. So I'm so I'm st- typing the wrong thing into a search engine. See, it'll be a mir- miracle if these flowers live. So pray for my flowers. Anyway, so... Mother's Day. So then we came back. Oh, my kids did give me cards and um, presents that my husband helped them out with, obviously. Um, I got a couple kids books um, because that's always fun. One's about mom. Um, But one of them is Everything is Mama. Or is that what it's called? Or something. It's by Jimmy Fallon. It's called Every Word is Mama or something like that. So um, 
and it's super cute. It's a really cute book. And that was from Zach. And then um, Zoe found a very hungry caterpillar version of I Love Mom or something. It was really cute too. Um, and then my husband picked out, um, well, I think my daughter also did because she really does love Charlie Puth, but a Charlie Puth CD. And it is great. I've been listening to it for the past couple days and it is good. Um, Charlie Puth has a fantastic voice, but also on the CD, he does a song featuring boys to men. Now, I think it's pretty awesome that he did a song featuring boys to men. But first of all, Charlie Puth is younger than us and was not around during the height of boys to men. So, well, he was probably around, but a lot younger. Um, and I'm like, man, I give him a lot of credit for knowing boys to men. And I also give him a lot of credit for being like, hey, I want to do a song with boys to men, which I don't know how that's how that went. Or if they were like, hey, we want to do a song with you because that's completely possible. But I'm guessing he was like, hey, I want to do a song with boys to men. And then it happened. It just happened. That would be awesome. But it's a really good song and you should check it out. Um, love Charlie Puth. Love boys to men. Everybody loves boys to men such good R&B to like blare in your car and sing along to when no one else is there. Love me some boys to men. Um, Also, most of it is like slow R&B songs, but one of my favorite boys to men songs is Motown Philly. And if you have not heard it, you can get some serious car dancing on to Motown Philly. Um, Anyway, so my mother's day was fantastic oh i also got the magnolia table cookbook um from chip and joanna and i'm hoping it works out good i mean there are a few things that i disagree with when it comes to home remodeling with chip and joanna one of the things i do disagree with though is every time in a kitchen they'll like put open shelving so you can see what all is on their like shelving or like cabinets with like glass doors mama can't do that because my stuff doesn't match And sometimes I don't care if the inside of my cabinets are dirty as long as I can't see it. And if they put glass on those doors, I would not be able to handle that. Now, I'm sure that they would make my house look fantastic. They would make my house look fantastic. But there are, you know, there are a few things that we would disagree on. But still, um... I don't disagree on them with a lot. So we'll see if I disagree on them about food. Joanna is pretty skinny. So I don't know. I don't know. I did see some um, recipes in there for biscuits. And I saw a recipe in there for sausage gravy. And I love me some sausage gravy. Mm. And biscuits and gravy. Like I have a sign in my kitchen that says I love you more than biscuits and gravy. That is serious business people. That is serious business. Whataburger biscuits and gravy is fantastic. And if you've never had it, you need to go out and try it. Again, if you've never been to Whataburger, you need to plan a trip to Texas. Or I think there's one in Arkansas. Or you need to, if you're in Texas and near a Whataburger, you need to go there now. And I don't, I might even judge you a little bit that you've never been there if you're in Texas right now and you've never been to a Whataburger. Like, I don't know how our friendship would weather if I knew that you've lived in Texas and you've never been to Whataburger, but you know, I, we could probably work it out. We could probably work it out. So moving along, um, Zoe had her first school musical that she participated in this week and it was about Moses and the Exodus. And she had to sing this song about the 10 plagues, which I've heard so many times. And, 
um, because she likes to sing it at home and she still sings it at home. The funny thing about Zoe is she'll sing when she's like focusing on something. Um, and so like tonight she was like digging in the dirt outside of our house and she was singing the 10 plagues song. But anyway, she gets up there and she only sings one song and then they're supposed to come and sit with their parents because she's in three-year-old preschool. So it's not that you know, they don't have that many numbers or whatever. So she sings her song and the whole time I'm thinking, that's my baby. She's up on the stage and she looks so cute. And I'm taking video and pictures and oh my goodness, like, like all of a sudden I become one of those like stage moms where I'm like, my baby's so sweet. Look at how good she is at her singing and all that stuff. And I'm like, how, how has this happened? And what if she actually like does something more impressive than just a preschool musical song like what am I gonna be like what kind of crazy stage mom is gonna come out of me it worries me it really really does it worries me because you don't want to be that mom you don't you don't want to be one of those like moms from dance moms is that what that's called dance moms those or like the pageant moms you got gotta keep it together man you gotta keep it together don't just be like my baby's the best at everything. I also don't know if I could get into like the dance moms thing because they put a lot of makeup on their kids and I, I'm not necessarily against it. I just feel like my child would end up looking like a clown because I can't even put makeup on my own face. Like I wear very little makeup because I don't know how to apply makeup correctly. So, um, that's probably why Zoe won't be in dance, but we'll see. You never know what happens. You never know what kind of, um, interests your kids have. Anyway, so yeah, there was that. Anyway, moving along, um, the last thing I wanted to talk about was something that happened a couple weeks ago, and I'm still pretty miffed about it. Um, so my mom got cataract surgery done, and we were heading back home, and I really needed to stop at Walmart for like one thing, right? And so I ran into Walmart, um, not my favorite Walmart, obviously, like, I don't have like a favorite Walmart. Walmart isn't my favorite place to go because it's just like if they're more than five years old, they're shady and it attracts people who don't wear clothes that fit them and it takes a ton of time to get in and out of there and you have to walk all over the store and it's just it's just not my favorite place. So you're thinking to yourself, well, this could go anywhere because it's Walmart. So I'm walking into Walmart and I hear like water being poured out onto the ground. I look toward the sound and I see a man relieving himself in the parking lot. Yes, that's right. He was peeing in the parking lot. He couldn't bother himself to walk the 50 to 100 feet into the building where the restrooms are usually in the front of the building to relieve himself. Oh, no, no. He had to do it in the parking lot. And, you know, to put to add on top of the fact that he could have exposed himself to anyone including my children who were actually my child was in the car with my mom but still like or to me I don't want to see that I don't want to see any exposure of anyone and and on on that note though I mean like okay I understand that men think that the world is their toilet and okay fine if you're in the woods 
nobody's around and you need to pee, go for it. I'm not against it. That's cool. I, I can deal with that. But but if you're in a Walmart parking lot, please, please, for the love of everything, go inside and use the restroom. So my mind spirals out of control with this because I'm like, how many times have I stepped in what I thought was water in a parking lot and I actually stepped in urine, a strange man's urine? What now? And then I've put my, I've picked up my toddler and set them down on that pavement with the strange man's urine and now it's on their shoes and then they walk in it to get back into the car and it's on their shoes and then they touch their shoes with their hands and then they touch their hands to their face and now they have a strange man's urine on their face and you can't even say it's sterile anymore because it's been on the ground in the sun probably growing bacteria and gross man urine on their face with bacteria in it yes yes this is what happens Ah. Oh. Yeah, so now every time I get out of the car where it's wet and it hasn't rained, I'm going to be like, oh my goodness, what if this is urine? What if this is strange man's urine? Oh, Walmart. Walmart. The other big pet peeve I have with Walmart is people not, or any place, is people not returning their carts. But that is another story for another time. So I'm going to end the show with a little bit of advice that I learned from Barbara Bush's mentor memoir that I'm reading she wrote that um when she would go out on dates or would be out late um her or her siblings they would have to go up and talk to their mom um before they went to bed and she claimed that it was because she couldn't sleep if she didn't talk to them before they went to bed but she Barbara said that it was actually probably because she knew that they would spill all the beans at night but in the morning like a trained investigator from the FBI probably couldn't have gotten got any information out of um, kids about their night out the night before and so I just thought that that was genius I'm like oh my goodness I totally want to do that now I'm gonna make my kids come in and talk to me about their night when they get home if I can stay awake so that's the little tidbit of parental advice that I got from the book this week. And hopefully I can share some more with you another time. I hope you have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening.